0: Welcome to the Sharon Kleina Hour. Health, Environment, and the Power of Water. What you hear in the next hour could very well save your life. Now here's your host, Sharon Kleina.
1: I
2: want to invite you to listen to the Sharon Kleina Hour. The power of water and water life science. Today I'm going to I'm going to start telling you who our guest is after I get done with my commentary. Uh, with the show. The show's theme focus is environmental water, the priority of water, and uh, education to you, the listener, of reminders of certain health reasons that water is the primary focus of the planet. It's the health of the planet. It's everything. But today, when we're done with the commentary, we're going to have Dr. Ming Yang, who's going to be describing and educating us about a position he's had for many years that's been very, very important to what's going on with the environment on the planet in China and the United States and around the world. So we're going to enjoy that today. And he's got a lot of knowledge. So that'll be really interesting. But before we bring Dr. Yang on, I want you to know what I found out, I'm the founder of Biologic Aqua Research, water life science. What I found out many years ago is the lack of education on our planet about the critical side of life and death of water. Water was created at the beginning of the moment of everything that was seen and not seen to develop time to be eternity. Without the water, we lose eternity. There would have been no time. There would have been nothing created that we... of that unseen foreseen coming without water on this planet. And remember that this planet has to live with the solar system. And as the solar system lives with the planet Earth too, that evolution there of what happened was a miracle for this planet. Water. Water and water became the life of everything, how, how often have you heard the infrastructure planning and the planning of everything in the medical field and our focuses throughout the United States and the world, the priority of water? Human life... Was developed began with what was unseen and seen, with human life on the planet, along with all other life, all created and invented by water. Without that, there'd been no life. But human life is made up of water. That those percentages of Water per organ are vital to your health, vital to the baby born. The percentages of water, how that baby becomes a toddler and lives and develops is water. Have you ever stopped to think about that? It's It like, looks like a miracle how that baby grows Well, without the water, the baby would not grow the same. There would be no life on the planet anyway, let alone development. And as that baby comes out and that life comes to the planet, whatever that life is, it has to live with the water vapor of the atmosphere. That water vapor of the atmosphere is vital to your relationship to live with the water and you, who you are. When that baby is born and begins to evaporate water immediately because you're no longer a sponge in the mother's womb, that baby begins to evaporate Oh uh, no, two eyes alike, fingerprints and more. I will never stop reminding you of this. And then we need to remind our researchers and our medical field and health education and the insurance companies how important all of that health education is. If any of you have been reading our press releases, you would read our invention of the word health Olympics are vital. I believe that all of us are in the health Olympics every day. You have to learn to train, to take care of yourself. And if you should have a symptom, what you can do about that symptom to assist, because no better body knows better than you about what your body is is developing, producing it with that symptom, with how to go about your focus on your own health, and assisting the doctors if there's symptoms of what you're trying, what you can do to help them. They're not your god. They're your physician. They're to give you assistance. To assist you, your toddler, your baby, your toddler, and life in where you're growing with your individualities, all the way to what we call aging. And your aging is a development of water evaporation to when. We pass away because we've over evaporated. We've aged. Now, some people get to, do live to be over 100 years old, and then there's other people who don't. It's real challenging to be able to study how somebody can live to be over 100, and some people don't age well. Something happens with a symptom. They get a diagnosis that is challenging. We need to start incorporating water to that. We need to incorporate water like they did with Ebola. A gallon of water to drink a day and they got it in control. I'm wondering why they're not thinking that way out loud with coronavirus, other viruses, other symptoms. There's so much to be learned. The scientific facts of the root of our health is going to be water and always will be water. The environment that we live in is the atmosphere we live in. And the atmosphere that you live in is your health. What is environment description? We're going to find out today what that means, the definition of environment, so that we can learn today from Dr. Young what he has been learning as a highly trained, experienced worldwide PhD. So you will listen and recognize how important all of this is to your health and the longevity not only to your life but to the planet's life. How the planet is going to live. To be there, I believe it should be the word eternity. And that's my monologue today. Uh, we're going to listen to our sponsor with Nature's Tears Eye And years ago, ophthalmology research asked me if I would study the word dry eye. And when I did, I found that dry means loss of water of the eye. And at the time, I had no idea the water on the eye is what is the health of the eye and that anything that touches the eye is going to over-evaporate it. The weight of it, the changing of the eye causes a over-evaporation to a dehydration effect. Evaporation is your process, nature's way to every day evaporate and live with the water vapor of the atmosphere. But when you touch it, it has a relationship to over evaporation real quickly. You've got to realize that everything you do to touch that eye is gonna cause more evaporation. Your medications the procedures, eye drops, and more. You have to be very cautious with eye injuries, eye handicaps, and symptoms. You've got to be able to realize you've got to drink more water at the time, but also use nature's tears eye mist. It's 100% water, FDA-regulated, patented around the world, to be a handheld portable device, safe, exciting, all-natural, that sells in the pharmacy department somewhere near you or on Amazon and different places. You can find yourself being able to replenish that surface of the eye with nature's tears I missed. And it is in China too. We will let you listen to our sponsor and we'll be back with Dr. Ming Yang.
1: Nature's Tears Eye Mist, just a mist. All natural, safe, convenient, no preservatives. Nature's Tears Eye Mist can be purchased nationwide at selected eye care professionals and drugstores near you.
0: These days, everyone is looking for information on staying young, healthy, and fit. You're listening to the Sharon Kleina Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water. If you have a question or comment, please direct your email to Sharon Hour at Yahoo.com. That's Sharon Hour at Yahoo.com. Now back to the program.
2: Audience, I want to introduce you today to Dr. Ming Yang. Dr. Yang, are you with us? Yes. Thank you. Well, I want to thank you for joining us. Let me tell the audience a little bit about you. And then we'll get you to tell us also. Dr. Yang is, is an internationally Dr. Yang is an internationally recognized expert in environmental protection. Over the past 28 years, he has traveled and lived in more than 60 countries in the world. Since 2008, he has Settled in the U.S., but frequently travels to China, working with the Chinese government and the private sector to improve China' environment. In 2015, he became a volunteer of a board and, uh, and board director of an international fund for China's envo- environment. Providing strategic vision and guidance for he developed with what he did and working with the Chinese in China environmental related issues. Dr. Yang used to work as an energy and environmental economist, economist and energy technology economist for international energy agencies. He has had no end of experience globally, but also, as I find, with reading about you, Doctor, what you've dedicated your life to, to what you've been learning. Now, I want you to, if you would, I want to thank you for joining us today today. We're honored to have somebody with your background and dedication. And I always notice, doctor, when a person has a passion about what they do. And I could see where you are really committed personally to what you do. But before you get into that, tell us about your life, you. So people get to know who you are. Where did you grow up? Your education, what you gave to yourself, and where you're at today. Where did you grow up?
3: Thank you. Um, I was uh, born in China, in Sichuan Province, very little city in Sichuan called Luzhou City in Sichuan Province, which is uh, located in southwest of China. And I got a very um, brief, uh, I mean, small education, small number of years of um, education when I was uh, was young because of the Cultural Revolution. Um, I went to countryside for for farming work when I was uh, like 15 and a half years old. So um, after four years wow. of um, working in the countryside, I, I started um, working in the, in the factory for two years. Then I got education because of... Because of Deng Xiaoping's uh, new policy for education after um, 1978, so I I went to Chongqing University for my undergraduate study for electrical power engineering. Then I worked for two mm-hmm. years in Beijing for the um, for the for a company in there. After that, I went to um, the, a university for my master degree in Beijing. Then I worked for five years for the Chinese government in the Ministry of Power. And then I got a full scholarship of, um, from the government of France, and I studied my PhD in, uh, in two universities. So uh, one was in um, in Thailand called the Asian Institute of Technology, or AIT. Another one was in um in, in France, the second university uh, of Grenoble. Is in social science. So um, I, I major in uh, energy economics in these two universities. So um, that's my education. And then I worked in uh, many countries, including, for example, Australia, Thailand, Philippines, Indonesia, and uh, UK, France, and um, and the US. So, mm-hmm. so the, basically, I traveled and worked in the Many places.
2: <laughs> Thank you. Now, you've been at this for 28 years. Um, first of all, as a young man, did your, what, did your family influence you? Because you were so young when you mentioned you were 15. Did your family influence that, or was that just a, an, a, a, a compulsion of your own?
3: um of course, my family influenced it very much um, when i was young my, my my daddy um gave me a very good um, um incentive for learning and to study for example when i even when i was in the countryside i i, I did not stop learning studying like mathematics physics and chemistry mm-hmm. this uh, this kind of things myself with with a remote um Guidance from my daddy. My dad was, uh, by the way, my daddy uh, um, got a very good education when he was young as well, and he was uh, uh, educated in um, in a military um, university um, before the founding of a People's Republic of China. So at that time, uh-huh. this kind of university. Um, only very few people can enter that kind of university because uh, mm-hmm. this, uh, education was free. I mean, full scholarship. So, um, so because wow. of that kind of uh, education, my daddy guided me to whatever happens education, mm-hmm. education, under education is, very, is a Correct. very good family for the future. Yeah. Thank you.
2: Well, I need you to tell, uh, tell you today before I go on. Uh, my first trip to China was to Beijing, a guest of government scientists uh, and the president of the World Bank of China. Uh, we were in the World Hotel of China, and mm-hmm. they treated us. I, I fell in love with the people in your country uh, of China. They were just wonderful for the week. Um, we went down. I'm the founder of Nature's Tears. I missed technology. I study evaporation of body water loss, living with the atmosphere. And they took us down to Tenement Square and took a whole bunch of pictures of me misting my eyes at Tenement Square. The soldiers were wonderful to allow them to do that, and you're people that were there at Tenement Square as guests were walking around and what, what they would walk over to d- doctor and say, can I have my picture taken with you? So they would, <laughs> we would take their pictures with us. And, of course, all the hugging. Uh, they wonderful. took us to a beautiful museum. Same thing. People say, can I have my picture taken with you? And we'd hug, all of us and the children. So I fell in love with your country. The second Thank time you, I dear. went back, we went to Hangzhou uh, with another scientist. And uh, they treated us like royalty. They took us to Jack Ma's place, home. And we just absolutely, uh, you, you hug. And you care. And the, and the people there are so full of, of, of appreciation to things around them. You can feel it. I felt it. So I'm spoiled. <laughs> I fell in <laughs> love with China. Thank you. Now, um, um, now, I wanted to ask you today, we're going to talk about the environment. And first of all, describe to us with your expertise the definition of what that means. Studying the environment and what you do with the study of the environment. What is that definition of that? So people get educated about the common sense to it, not the complexity to the common sense. How would you describe it?
3: Okay. Thank you. Environment um, can be defined as like a surroundings from the people, from us, or, you, know, you know, where we are living. But the environment, of, uh, environment can be, um, um in, 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 in different aspects, have, will will have a different kind of um, um, meaning. For example, we can talk about uh, our home environment, that, that means, what we are living now at the home or, for example, our, our settings or and the air flow in, 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 in the house or outside so it's in the home-related environment. Also, uh, we can talk about um, our community environment. For example, how many cases of crimes per year. So that can be, can be um, recorded as an environmental indicator. And in larger scale, mean- we can talk about the country. So the, the countrywide, in for example, in Beijing, in China, widely we we have a perceived a lot of um, PM 2.5 pollution. Like um, the, uh, this kind of pollution, have, you know, has a badly caused the death in you know, our economical problem in China. And then in the global wide, we can we talk about the carbon emissions uh, and the mercury emissions to the ocean. And the ozone depletion for the globe. So this kind of thing is kind of global environmental issue. So that means that we, we when we talk about a different kind of aspect we have a different meaning for environment. Okay? Right.
2: I know that. That's why I had you describe it.
1: Because people
2: <laughs> I think what hap- well, what happens to people all over the world. And I found it out in the medical field with the doctors they take for granted because of all the communication and all the written dialogue of the news media and more that people understand. I, I ha- I think people are confused. Are you, do you agree with me? People confused about what environment conditions mean. Have you found that I out? Think,
3: yeah, I do think so. Um, um, many people confuse these things. Even myself, when I was young, I, I could not figure out what kind of environment it means to me in the future. And uh, now, after over decades of work, I understand the environment issue. For example, local environment local environment issues will be linked to global environment issues. For example, the emission of mercury in China has um contaminated water, ocean water in the US. Even today right. we if right. we need we, we eat a fish like a salmon, not salmon, like um tuna. This kind of fish contains mercury from China's power plant over thousands of miles away. So this is the kind of issue we have to link right. the local and a, Oh, William issue. Thank you. Well,
2: and the, the doctor, the other one is, is the the, the gar- dumping of garbage in the ocean, which is causing oh, yes. an environmental hazard to anything living in the ocean, and then it, it causes an environmental hazard to the atmosphere above it because the ocean is warming up. What what is the biggest influence on the ocean? is all the fresh waters around the world coming into the ocean, the way Earth began with the ocean. And then all of a sudden, we're finding that garbage changes the atmosphere of the water vapor of the air because it's starting to warm up. Warm up. Yeah, um, thank you, um, Sharon,
3: for this um, um, topic of uh, uh, your Uh, What you mentioned is, um, I think, partially correct. And the the, um, ocean water becomes warmer and warmer. That is due to climate change. It's not really completely due to the hot water or hot water from rivers to the ocean. Because um, this amount of water from river is um, no,
2: I'm Very talking about the garbage though. jumping, the garbage jumping that's been going into the ocean for so long now, because they oh, have yeah. no place else to put the garbage, and that garbage in, it be, it begins to re- dissolve in the plastics and all the things that are in there, garbage, that causes the ocean to be influenced um, a lot of, a lot of, by what it's doing yeah. with the atmosphere, too. They garbage,
3: particularly the plastics, uh, waste plastics uh, um, from rivers, um, got a lot of problem pollution problem in the ocean. So, for example, a lot of fish got them dead, and a lot of other bio, right. bio- biodiversity stuff got killed. And like um, yeah, but more important for the ocean pollution is from power plant, from the carbon emission. Carbon dioxide emission and um, uh, sulfur dioxide emission, because these two emissions, carbon dioxide emission, um, accelerated the concentration of the of atmosphere carbon in there, so that caused a greenhouse gas uh, effect. So this caused the global warming. Also, the sulfur and dioxide that,
2: And that causes the ocean to warm up.
3: Exactly. And and another, water, another issue yeah. another issue of this kind of emission from power plant is the sulfur dioxide, which causes the acid rains in the river and in the ocean. The acid rain changed the pH value of the ocean water that dramatically dramatically affected the ocean life yeah. in there. Yeah. Right.
2: Right. Right. Thank you. Which yeah. affects the atmosphere. It all affects yeah. the atmosphere, all water on the planet is the living life of the of the vision of the planet that exactly. created time to become eternity. And if we don't get serious about that focus, it's in trouble many years to come, but that's not that's not the way we should be living. We should be living. Right. For the planet to be there for eternity. And have you noticed now, cause we're talking about the environment, have you noticed more symptoms and issues of people's health today that keep getting worse and worse? More symptoms. They're having to invent new names of those symptoms of those diseases that they don't know what, how to, what to do with it. Because it's becoming common that people are having more problems with their health. Have you watched that with the environmental study, too? I do. Yeah? Yeah. Does that alarm you? Of course.
3: Of course. Um, As I mentioned to you, um, um, I always... uh, uh, look at the um, mercury contents for the fish. Um, recently, my son and I have decided not to eat um, this kind of uh, ocean, deep-water fish anymore because of the, the mercury contents in this fish mm-hmm. is getting higher and higher, for example. Many people may not recognize this, but we have to take it uh, take it into account. So another issue, like um, uh, the ocean water, and uh, that kills i mean the pollution in the, in the in the ocean water kills the the um a lot of um um bio, bio, um is kind of um, species in the ocean um so 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 i i think about um about ten years ago i, I traveled to south africa for a mission so some um my, my my colleagues told me one kind of fish is kind of is kind of white um, fish in in that ocean. They told me, and this fish will be no longer available in South Africa, it's a sea area, or even worldwide because of the pollution issue. So so every year, um, I think um, the ocean loses a lot of, of kind of a species in there. This kind of thing may not be recognized by normal people, but the experts right. are looking at it And a of lot, course,
2: you know? of course, you're describing, we're describing these attributaries that were in, created to run to the ocean. Those attributaries inland are going to be causing that same symptom to the soil, to the animals. Of course. To our food and a- everything about our living life. Of course. Those are tributaries. Yeah. Yeah. Um in the I water give you an example. Water
3: water pollution, land pollution in China is um is very, very bad. And uh, let me give you an example. And when I was a uh, studying um uh, in, in France um as I mentioned to you, i major in electrical power engineering. I I visited um, um, a nuclear power plant in in France, and we we I use this kind of um, meter or measure.
2: Doctor, to... Doctor excuse me for interrupting for a minute. Doctor Yang, they just okay. let me know. There's we need we take one break only to, through the whole show, and don't go anywhere. Okay. We'll be right back, and you're going to educate us about that. We're going to listen to our sponsor, Nature's Tears Eye Mist, a mist to supplement the evaporation of the eye for dry eye. Millions of people are complaining worldwide about the environment and the problems of dry eye. This is safe, 100% natural to supplement the eye with just a mist sold in your pharmacy department not too far from you or an Amazon and other locations if you look that up. We'll listen to our sponsor, and we'll be right back with Dr. Ming Yang.
0: The Internet's number one talk station. Number, number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com.
1: Discover the secret of Nature's Tears Eye Mist, an entirely different approach to eye care without eye drops. When your tear film is dry, your eyes feel dry. Nature's Tears Eye Mist naturally supplements the tear film with Biologic Aqua Absolute Premium Standard Grade of pure, all-natural water. Nature's Tears Eye Mist, just a mist. All natural, safe, convenient, no preservatives. Nature's Tears Eye Mist can be purchased nationwide at selected eye care professionals and drugstores near you. Have you become a member
0: yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast all the time the number one internet talk station where your opinion counts voiceamerica.com you're listening to the sharon kleina hour health environment and the power of water if you have a question or comment, please direct your email to Sharon SharonKleinaHour at yahoo.com. That's SharonKleinaHour at com. Now, back to the program.
2: Dr. Yang, you were starting to educate us about, I think it was in China, some of the challenges they're having with the environment there, and you began to educate us about what that was about. I beg
3: your pardon, Sharon, but you... you um you asked me about education or
2: my work in there, because I talk, I talked about education. Right? Sorry. Okay, it's, you, what do would you like to learn? What what would you like to teach us?
3: So I, I basically I want to uh, answer your question uh, you, because you asked me about this um, um, Chinese pollution inland.
2: What kind of an impact uh, will be well or in any there? country? Any country. Yeah, I or any country, I don't care which country. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. That's, that's what is thing. having trouble? Yeah. Is um, they,
3: um, they all have a of relationship? Of, yeah. If, uh, if you want ask me the largest largest impact of environment issue on local countries, I think I can mention. Um, okay. I think what do you this, think um, that
2: is? I think, um, the what do you think that What do you think that is the, the most powerful impact? And obviously, <laughs> lack of education to to that, understanding it.
3: That impact. Uh, the first impact of was in 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 Ukraine, the former USSR. in that um, the, the nuclear power plant failure in former USSR caused a lot of issue in Ukraine. And I visited the the, um, the, the nuclear power plant, of which was um, uh, not in use now. It's uh, like um, across, like um, in that area, it's kind of forbidden, forbidden city. It's about a, a, the, the diameter of eight kilometers, nobody can get into there. So that kind of situation will last at least for two, or two, two or three thousand years. So that's um, the wow. the nuclear power plant failure in Chernobyl in 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 um, in ukraine so that's sec- the second uh, mm-hmm. big, big challenge i think uh, i think is china again uh, we, we i told you um even now for so many years uh the, the chinese government and the people could not resolve this kind of pm 2.5 pollution because of the coal consumption um mm-hmm. in this country this kind of air pollution water pollution and um and uh, soil pollution will last for a long time, i believe this is another not ten years, maybe twenty years, maybe generations to resolve i mean because of right. the pollutants right. pollutants are in the in the ground in the water underground water already so this will right. kind of pollution right. will last for a long time so yeah, this is the kind of issue and also in africa i personally i saw that a lot of um, Landfill fuel uh, surrounding the cities, trash surrounding the cities, people use fire to burn that. That caused a lot of uh, air pollution and water pollution as well. So this kind of environment uh, mm-hmm. issue, um, in the, fortunately in the U.S., we have not seen so many problems. But whenever you travel to other continent in other countries, anywhere, you will see this kind of problems. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: What do you think, you know, when you're studying and you're trying to influence a country or a community to take serious the uh, definition of what this is all about, what do you, do, what do you say to them uh, to get them serious about focusing priorities and investment with their country, their location, or their community, how do you get them influenced to invest in that as a priority?
3: Thank you. Um, We, when I work in these countries, most of our counterparts are the government agencies and um, also private sector stakeholders, they have money to invest. The, the issue is there. But uh, I think the government also, or the people also in this country, know this issue. They know this problem. But the pro- the, the key is that they don't know how to start to address this issue. For example, in China, for example, I, I, as I mentioned to you, I, I traveled to China many times. The government knows there is a situation, power plant, pollution, Industrial pollution, but uh, on the other hand, people in there need to have energy, need to have uh, production, to, right. to have uh, income. So how can we do this? We I propose some policy issue or technical um, technical supports to make sure when when the government and people do whatever I tell then that will not impact their income. So that will be a win-win situation. For example, we propose to save energy. We propose to use waste, industrial waste, for example, the gas gas from their manufacturing or from the iron and steel production, the tail gas, which, is, um, um, which contains a lot of uh, energy, can, which can be used for power generation. So we use the waste to deliver, to generate energy. And we also provide uh, advice how to install energy-efficient equipment and technology to save energy consumption in buildings, in industries, in commercial sector. So this is what we do. I mean, mm-hmm. we provide the technical support and the financing to these countries to help people to reduce emissions. To reduce pollutants and uh, make more money. That's what really
2: we Now, what do you do? Do you by chance work with the private sector to invest the private sector into taking that as a very a future to make um, new investment returns? And what yeah, that technology um, would be in research to find breakthroughs that they haven't discovered before. That takes an investment to the research centers or to the private sector to take it serious, to invest in the research of all that, to make sure they can learn more and what they need to do with new advanced breakthroughs to replace that. Because society has gotten... Society has gotten spoiled.
3: <laughs> You're right. Um,
2: in energy
3: sector, in the energy sector, normally the private sector does not want to invest very much in research and the development because this is a long-term investment, and there is a, a lot of risk. I mean. They do, but not every kind of private company does it that way. So what do we do in here? We, for, for um, we, we we do mostly the kind of a technology deployment or technology demonstration in this stage. For example, the, um, about 10 years ago, Uh, One technology is called uh, Concentrated Solar Power Generation Technology. This kind of technology um, has passed uh, the research and uh, development stage. And it it was on the deployment stage. So we we invested um, some money in Morocco, for example. Morocco with the government of Morocco. So we use our fund to build a road for the infrastructure development from city to a desert area. So with this kind of road and the power supply infrastructure in there, then the private sector would like to invest their money in that desert area for power generation. So this is kind of a um, example, how the public or the government can work with the private, private companies. And in that way, the private company will be able to make money, so they are willing to invest their money and time in this kind of services or business. And Thank you.
2: Couldn't it be a tax incentive set up with the government and the, the community government is a focus that the tax incentive for every, anybody who was a private investor that gets involved in exactly. this research. Thank you. Thank you for the, um, for the
3: comment or question. Actually, for environmental friendly technologies, at the very beginning stage, the government should always provide tax incentives for investors. For for example, right. for parts or equipment, the import stamp duty should be uh, free for these um, companies, for these products. And for companies who are investing in this technology should have like a number of years tax-free. And this policy has been widely uh, used in many countries like China For wind power, for electrical vehicle investment, the companies, the private companies, will always get this kind of tax free for um, many years. Yeah, Mm -hmm. but
2: um, now the one thing I've I've often evaluated with this is now we're going to all this wireless technology that's affecting the atmosphere. To me, I think it's going to have a big influence on the atmosphere always has and will because it would without the water vapor in the atmosphere the wireless technology wouldn't work you know that like a plane doesn't fly without understanding the atmosphere what it's playing flying in so everything with the atmosphere of what's happening on the relationship of life because it's living too. the atmosphere is alive living with the all life on the planet, and water is the origination of the life. And where I come from with investors is if they understood and were given a, a, a royal treatment to get involved and compensation to make it a priority to invest in the future of new breakthroughs, new, new technology Also, besides just all this other stuff they're doing with wireless investment, they could get involved with also being excited about an investment that could begin to focus on what you were teaching us today, and that should be a priority. But people have always ran out of money as they go to do things. Have you noticed that? Sharon, thank you for this. I honestly, I my
3: work uh, is not really related very much about this atmosphere um, traffic or wireless traffic or solutions. Um, but I do think um, wireless communication in the future will be um, tomorrow's communication life. But the impact or side effect should be studied. For example, the G5 uh, communication, how this kind of G5 technology will affect people, affect human beings' life, we don't know exactly. Mm -hmm. We don't know. Right. Um, So historically, many technologies or new technologies did not give us a very clear um insurance or insure of what will happen in the future, and later on people found that this technology will dramatically affect human life. so this is a i can I can say if i honestly for for me i i be at my home I will hold on the g five communication with technology right now. I need to wait for a while.
2: <laughs> we um, we only have a moment left. How would you like to leave our audience today, your audience, and uh, tell them that uh, what you've how to scenario this in with about thirty seconds? Okay, I think um, I would like to say our
3: environment is changing, changing towards in a bad direction. Honestly, for example, climate change, loss of biodiversity, loss of uh, arable land, loss of clean water, and with uh, increasing contaminated air worldwide. I'd like to advise everyone in this world we need to start from ourselves. Think about how to save our local or family environment, local environment, country's environment, and the global environment. Starting from ourselves, for example, avoid using any plastic stuff, avoiding use paper, avoiding using too much water. So this will save our world, save our climate, save our biodiversity, keep our land and uh,
2: Okay, I'm sorry to tell you we're out of time, but sorry, the hour goes quickly, Doctor.
3: I'm so sorry. I wish
2: you well, and I and everything you're doing. And if you ever want to come on again and teach us more, we'll do this again sometime. Okay, thank you. Thank you, thank you so much for joining us. Saying. I know how precious your time is. You have a special. Thank line, you very you much. Be well. Thank, Thank you. you. Bye. Take care. Bye-bye. Thank you. Put a child's heart in your hands. They're the most valuable future you we have on this planet. Cherish it. There's no such thing as an imperfect child. Thank you for listening. You be well.
0: Thank you for listening. Join us next week for another edition of the Sharon Kleiner Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water. Mondays at 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel with an encore Wednesdays at 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Remember to visit Sharon's website at SharonKleinaHour.com.